0: Talking Raven, a podcast about finding the perfect path towards your perfect post-secondary destination. Each episode, we will highlight events you'll want to attend, deadlines you won't want to miss, and share some insight into what makes Carleton University a community like no other. Let's start the show. Hello, Raven family. Welcome back to the Talking Raven. My name is Stanley Philippe. I wish you all can see me right now. I am grinning from ear to ear, just looking back at a conversation I had last night with a, a future student and a current student. And the reason why I'm grinning is because I had the Hollywood moment I've been looking for for so, so long. You see, this future Raven asked a lot of really great questions. And towards the end of our conversation, she asked the following. She said, hey, are you the host of the Talking Raven podcast? And after getting over the initial shock of someone, you know, recognizing my voice, I quickly said, yes, uh, that is me, the host that you've been hearing for the last few months. And was super excited to actually meet one of our loyal listeners, and so Doa, if you're listening to today's episode, I want to say thank you for giving me that amazing moment, and I really hope you're getting a lot from our conversations that we've been having over the last few months on t- on this podcast. Speaking of podcasts, my featured guest today uh, launched their own podcast. This past summer, it's called the Comprehensive Canadian University Guide. Now, these are high school students who are going into grade 12 and realizing that COVID was going to really change the way they're going to access universities in their grade 12 year. They decided to kind of take control of their future by having conversations, and they had 37 awesome episodes that you can find on wherever you find your podcast. So again, the Comprehensive Kenya University Guide. So we're going to talk to these students about not only their experiences, you know, launching this podcast, but also how it's helped to kind of create different outcomes for their own post-secondary journey. So we're really looking forward to that conversation. And of course, I'm looking forward to our next segment, which is the flyby. Today's flyby is brought to you in part by Carleton's Peer Assisted Study Sessions. We'll help you pass your class with class. So over the last few weeks, I've been talking a lot about Carleton's upcoming March Open House events, and we definitely hope you'll be able to, uh, to check out those events. Uh, but there are a lot of different opportunities for you to really connect with us and understand what your degree can do for you. and and really why we're so excited to hopefully welcome you on campus uh, in the fall. Uh, actually, last night, not only did I get a chance to talk to, uh, to Doa, I also got a chance to sit in on a Zoom event featuring Carlton's Communication and Media Studies program. And I got to be honest, I love those events because I graduated from Communications and Media Studies I have fond memories of my time in the program and the students that were there were asking such amazing questions. And so we really encourage you to take the time and and really visit with us virtually whenever possible Uh, and to get a full list of the different events that are happening. You can visit admissions.carleton.ca calendar or better yet, you can also visit your Carleton 360 account to get and see and register for the events that speak to you. There's another event that's happening next week that I'm really excited about. March 23rd, we will be officially launching Carlton's new equity. Diversity and Inclusion Action Plan. Now, I referenced this plan uh, a few months ago on an episode. And, and honestly, it's uh, it's really great to see that through collaboration, we're able to uh, not only create this uh, action plan, but also shine a light on the different ways we need to uh, support, to highlight, to uh, to really transform our campus into a more welcoming and inclusive place for all of our students, our staff, and our faculty. So really excited to uh, to attend uh, this launch event. And uh, really excited to see how it's going to impact your experience if you do decide to come to uh, to Carleton next year. Okay, it's now time for us to get into a conversation with the creators of the Comprehensive Canadian University Guide. And uh, these are some really great high school students. Just made me laugh and, and made me smile. But most importantly, took the initiative to uh, create and forge a path that's best for them. So I really hope you enjoy my conversation with the team. first guests are uh, two students who took the initiative uh, way back in August or say in, in the summer to start their own podcast. And if I'm being very honest, you know, their their uh, leadership drove our bus, drove the Talking Raven bus. I don't think we would have uh, launched the podcast the way we did if we didn't get the inspiration from the Comprehensive Canadian University Guide Podcast. So please join me in welcoming Vanch and Noam to the Talking Raven. Hey, guys. Hey, <laughs> we really appreciate it. Thanks. No worries. Uh, and thank you too for, for joining us. Now, I, I want to get into kind of our, our first question, which is to kind of walk me through your decision to start your own podcast. I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not a, a thing you can do kind of lightly. So What were you hoping to get out of it? And were you successful?
1: Yeah. So we really started when initial COVID-19 lockdowns hit in March. And so me, Noam, Simon and Josh, two of our other friends, we all were sort of just bored. And so we had a group chat um, and we called it Let's Get Down to Business. We wanted to originally start a small business or something really to just keep us busy during the pandemic because we knew it wouldn't be ending anytime soon. So Um, Originally, we were thinking of just problems that we could solve. Uh, Originally, it started off with starting some hand sanitizer company or just something to help out. But then we realized as we were doing our own university research that a problem that we were facing was getting access to a lot of these resources that in other years might have been easy through things like the Ontario Universities Fair and a lot of admission officers coming to our schools and talking about their universities. But we were having trouble with because obviously that wasn't happening during COVID-19. So we decided, hey, why not reach out to universities and actually get a chance to talk to students and staff about the questions that we have? And while we're at it, we can publish these as a podcast and help other students as well. I think Noam can talk a little bit more about uh, how we started off and and how we uh, became successful.
2: Yeah. So the the story of the idea of making a podcast was is kind of a, a strange story. Originally, we were discussing all kinds of ideas of how we could um how we could get information across. And I think it was who talked about how he liked listening to podcasts when he was walking his dog. So then one of us said, oh, why don't we make a podcast? You can listen to it when you're driving, you can listen to it when you're doing the dishes, when you're walking your dog, and be a very, very good way to get kind of the information across. And it's also something that we have uh, the ability to do with technology. We're not, a, you know, we're just high school students, so we couldn't be something that was super, super technology intensive. Uh-huh. um we only use like basic microphones some software editing tools and using that we could kind of make the podcast i thought it worked out really really well i guess as for what we were hoping to uh, achieve we're hoping to achieve a number of things i would say um for one it was helping people to learn about different university options and i think we did a pretty good job with that we covered all kinds of programs um even more programs than i was expecting we would cover and we got a lot of listens and a lot of positive feedback from our audience so i think we did a good job trying to convey. Um, The information to many people. And it was also a lot about trying to just get some cool experiences and get some new skills and things like that. I think that I can say for everyone on the podcast team that we all grew a lot as people and we all learned a lot of really uh, effective skills and that would be very helpful later on in life. So I think we definitely achieved that personal growth as well, which was was really great.
1: We also really got to know each other because in the beginning, we had obviously all talked at school and stuff, but by being super involved, especially during COVID-19, when a lot of people might have felt much more lonely. I think it was really good to have sort of a support system with three other friends that I could talk about anything and with, and we were on Zoom calls pretty much every single day working on something.
0: Yeah, and that, and that last point you just made is, is so brilliant because we talk a lot about trying to get involved in university and finding that community. And, and the two go hand in hand. When you get involved in activities and opportunities, when you're working on your skills, you then end up connecting with other people with similar uh, ideas, skill sets, and interests. And that creates a a new form of connection that is so vital to any type of learning uh, environment and and learning opportunity. Now, I don't want to undersell how great this podcast is. You guys produce 37 episodes, which is a lot to do while still juggling your high school curriculum, which you know, this year was kind of all over the place with all the different changes and, and whatnot due to COVID. I'm curious to know, you know, when you talked a bit, Noam, about the skills that you picked up, I, I want you to kind of elaborate more on those skills and also talk a bit about some of the biggest takeaways from your many conversations that you had with universities across Canada.
2: Yeah, for sure. So one skill I think is, is really important is the ability to, to speak kind of off the top of your head. Naturally, I'm actually a pretty shy person. And normally I stay uh, pretty quiet, but I think trying to write questions for the podcast and talking to people to the podcast really helped me to come out of my shell a bit more and to learn how to, to just speak um, without having a script or without having notes made. I could just start talking uh, during the podcast. And I think that was a really, 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 really important skill that you can use in all facets of your life and that you, you, uh, you can use throughout your entire life. So I'm, I'm really happy to have helped develop that through the podcast. I also learned some really cool tech editing skills, like audio editing. And that's always just fun to know. You can play around with that now once you, once you learn it. And I think uh, the, the, the takeaways from talking to people from university were also really, really um, important. I think one thing was that it's important to know that there are a lot of options. Sometimes it feels like there's only a limited number of places that you can go. But really talking to all these people from everywhere from UBC to Dalhousie, made me really expand the way that I thought about university and that there's more than just five and you can pick all kinds of programs, um, some that I didn't even know existed before they came on the podcast. So that was really great. But I think the biggest takeaway of them all was really, really powerful for me. On a particular episode, if anyone's interested, it's the McGill Science episode. One of our students said, the place where you'll excel is a place where you feel like you belong and where you feel like you are part of something. Hmm. And for me, that was just really powerful. And I thought that... I could really take away from the fact that one of the biggest choices you have to make when it comes to picking university program is thinking about, is this community the right place for me? And is this community a place where I feel like I will belong? So it helped me to really think about um, university in a whole other way, more than just the academics, but also the fact that you're going to be living with your other students. You're going to be eating with them. You know, you're going to be seeing them all the time. And you really want to pick a place that's a community.
0: Uh
1: Uh I think for me. Probably the biggest like thing that I gained from it was just getting a more nuanced picture of universities in Canada. I think being in high school, a lot of things are shown to us in just black and white stereotypes, things like that, where we're just told this is a university and this is what they're good for and that's it. Right. We don't get a sense of what the actual environment is like and what the community is like, and understanding which one is actually good for us and fits our personality. So I think talking to all these universities, that was one of the biggest takeaways. I also learned that pretty much every single university has a Quidditch team, which I didn't know, and they all really (laughs) like talking about that. But in, in all seriousness, we realized how each and every university we had on was entirely unique and offered a completely different student experience. I think with all the stereotypes and rumors that go around in high school circles, it's easy to put each university in a box, but the conversations we had really gave us so much more depth and nuance that I'll give an example. So there were a couple of universities that we had on where all four of us had this perception of being super academic and having sort of a weaker student life. But when we actually talked to the students that came from there, they were so passionate and into what they were learning. Like they just exude like confidence and interest and, you know, being involved in so many different things and our perception of that university. University really changed. So I think similar to what Noam said, a good university gives you sort of the best resources to develop and really come into your own,
0: rather than defining who you are. Uh, you're 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 describing kind of the recruitment mission uh, perfectly because that's what we try to do. Honestly, like when we were going out and talking to students, it's. You know, it's not so much saying, hey, come to Carleton because it's the only school that's out there. It's really saying, hey, try to find that match, try to find that fit and and really think about the community. Think about the experiences, the excitement level, the fears that you might have. And will the university help address those fears? Like, There's so much more that goes into it than just kind of selecting a school. That being said, at some point, a selection must be made. And so I'm curious to know, Vanj, when you're, you know, you submitted your application uh, to the Ontario University Application Center, did you only apply to schools that appeared on the podcast? And I don't want you to name drop, but just give me a confirm or deny. Was it all podcast related or were there some folks on the outskirts that also made the cut?
1: no so i I absolutely didn't just apply to the universities that came onto the podcast it's it's actually funny so a lot of our research to determine which programs and schools we wanted to feature on the podcast actually overlapped with our own personal research for where we wanted to go so before the podcast i was pretty much set on this very specific program and i was like oh i'm gonna go here i have to go here but i think the real different differentiator for us as podcast hosts was you know, changing our mind based on these students, um, their passions and like genuinely their excitement for their programs. And so I actually completely changed where I wanted to apply and what my top choice was because of the podcast. But I didn't just apply to, to, to programs that came onto the podcast.
0: And I know I'm like that the the conversations that you had influence your own post-secondary journey and trying to figure out, you know, what's going to be a good fit for me. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I thought originally
2: going in, I was similar to Vanch. Like I had this preconceived idea of where I was, uh, where, I, where I had to go. I, I was on interviewing some uh, people from another university and they just talked about all these really amazing opportunities. And all of a sudden I was like, wow, I want this to be me in a few years. So it really changed my, uh, my opinions. And there was one program I hadn't even heard about before the podcast. And now I ended up applying to it. So hopefully I, I can get in and uh, we'll see if I can be among those students in the coming year. That's super
0: cool. That's super great. And and I'm wondering, like like what are you looking forward to the most about becoming a university student? You know, there's a lot of expectation and hype around it, especially when you're in high school. Do you have like a a, a singular moment you're hoping to kind of uh, experience, or is there something overall that you're hoping to, to take away? What what's kind of the the, uh, I guess, the inspiration that you're looking for as you slowly but surely bring yourself closer to the university game?
1: I think for me, the main thing is probably independence. So I live in Toronto, and I'll most likely be moving pretty far away from home in September. And that obviously comes with its drawbacks and downsides. But I've always been a fan of going outside my comfort zone and getting sort of a fresh start where I don't know anybody, where I've never been and stuff like that. So I think we tend to really like get to know ourselves based on our environment, our friends and who we surround ourselves by. So really by exposing myself to a lot of new things and being in a whole new city, I think I'll get to know more about who I am, what I like and what I want to do in the
0: future. Mm-hmm. What about you,
2: Noam? Uh, the thing that I'm most looking forward to is probably uh, having a new, a new slate, like a new environment. I think that I, I've, I, I'm really happy with what I've done in, in my life in high school and in Toronto, but I, I'm also really looking forward to getting a chance to kind of write my own story because I feel like a lot of the things that happen to you when you're growing up aren't so much your decisions, they the decisions of people around you, whether they're teachers or parents, but when you go to university, the teachers, well, I guess the professors are more hands-off and your parents won't be right there beside you the whole time. So you really get the chance to become your own person and I'm really looking forward to getting to pick more of what I want to do with my life. And hopefully I can really find out who I want to be and become that person.
0: Yeah, it's like I'm a big sports fan. It's like, uh, you know, when you're in high school, you're in training camp and you're getting all this amazing kind of skill development from, like you say, your teachers or guidance counselors, your parents and so on. But when you get to university, that's the regular season and you're on the ice or you're on the court. And you're seeing if those skills, those habits are playing out and you're going to learn where you need to improve and what you're really good at. And that kind of, uh, you know, preparation, but also development is an ongoing part of the university experience. So I'm, I'm excited for you guys. I wish I can go back and uh, and experience it all for the first time because it's uh, it's great. University is really awesome. We're going to end with this last question. You know, we will, we're surely going to have, you know, grade 11 students listening to this podcast and hopefully some of your, your colleagues in your high school listening as well. So what's your biggest piece of advice for students looking to explore the Canadian post-secondary landscape? It's a really big kind of a vast place. Maybe, Noam, you can start things off with this one. What are you hoping or what would you tell students in terms of advice? I would say my number one advice, listen to the CCUG
2: podcast. <laughs> I'll get all kinds of great information right there. Um, but on a more serious note, I would say my biggest piece of advice is to be open-minded to all the possibilities that are there. A lot of times you hear in high school that this place is the best, or that this one has the most bet, like this one has the most advanced computer science program or whatever. But it, I think you should be open-minded to your own, your own objectives. What do you want for yourself? As well as to be open-minded to the possibilities that there are other programs that might be a better fit for you, or that have maybe flown under other people's radar. So don't just limit yourself to thinking, that it must be this one or this one or this one. Think about the fact that there's all kinds of programs and that you should explore them all and give them all a chance.
0: That's great advice. And Vance, what about you? I think
1: I have two biggest pieces of advice. So the first is try to reach out to people who are in the programs or careers that you're interested in and ask them as many questions as possible. So I think CCUG really taught me this and I've been doing this since we ended CCUG as well is just reaching out to a bunch of people on LinkedIn, on Instagram or whatever, who are in these programs and just, asking them a ton of questions. And they're usually super nice about giving you a sense of what, what you're going to get out of a specific path. And the second piece of advice would probably be similar to this is keeping your doors open. So there's a lot of times like picking your university where you have to pick just one thing and sacrifice all of the other options. But I think in a lot of other ways, we have a lot of decisions where we don't necessarily have to close out other doors in order to pick one, which I think we should take that opportunity. So I I had one of my friends who was pretty set on this one specific program and he thought okay I'm going to apply to this and nothing else but I convinced him there's no point in not applying to these other programs even though you might imagine right now this is the only place I want to go I think it's helpful to have a little bit of doubt in your own decision making if you do change your mind in the future and now that he's done a little bit more research he's actually super thankful because he's changed his mind about which program he wants to go to and what his top choices so I think beyond just university decisions Lady laziness isn't an excuse to pigeon your whole yourself into a singular path. And having a healthy amount of doubt in your own decision making is a good thing. And you should always assume that you might change your mind in the
0: future. Yeah, oh, brilliant stuff. You, you guys are you guys are so wise. You should be going to philosophy. You're so wise. I want to thank you both, Vanish and Noam, for for spending some time with us on this podcast and for inviting us uh, to uh, to appear uh, on the Comprehensive Canadian University Guide. And to all my listeners, yes, please look up CCUG on. Spotify, uh, Apple podcast, pretty much wherever you get your podcast, It's a really great listen. And uh, I wish you both the best of luck. If it's at Carlton, I'll see you in the fall. If it's not, hopefully we'll keep uh, connecting uh, online. And uh, yeah, all the best. Yeah, thank you for having us on The Talking Raven. Yeah, thank you very much. And we'll be back with more of The Talking Raven. It is now time for The Real, where we have a real conversation with a real current student. And today's featured student is someone I'm very fond of. You know, she works in my office. She's also studying in the program that I graduated from. So she has great academic taste. Of course, I'm talking about the one and only Tatiana. Tatiana, how are you today?
3: I'm great. I'm really excited to do this today. And yeah, our our field is kind of up there. So thank you for the compliment. Yeah, communication and media is definitely, definitely my favorite. So I'm excited to be here today.
0: It's a a great field. And it's a field that's very relevant in today's world where everything gets filtered through a media lens. I, I wonder if if that played into why you picked it uh, in the first place. So what brought you or drew you to that program?
3: Yeah, so I always knew throughout um, high school that, math and science were not my favorites so english was definitely up there um i was always confident in like my writing and reading skills and then on top of that just being involved with technology and kind of it to being the main focus of our society now i think is one of the things that i was drawn to so i always knew it was between definitely journalism and communication and media were definitely my top two but yeah, I knew from that point where math and science were not my calling that I wanted to pursue something in like writing, creative writing. That would probably be the one thing that drew me to my studies.
0: Now we're talking about outcomes today and kind of looking back at the journey because there, there's so many different points where students, you know, start to really create their path, their post-secondary story. So I'm curious to know, like, how sure were you of your pro-secondary choices throughout your grade 12 year? And Was there a moment that really helped to solidify or define your decision uh, to come to Carleton?
3: Yeah, so I think um, at first, nerves were definitely kicking in at the beginning of grade 12. Like that's always just a nervous period. No one knows what they're doing for the rest of their life. So definitely talking to teachers and asking them what like advice they have and what they think I would be best suited in was probably one of the ways that kind of narrowed down what I wanted to do. And I think there was also just conversation about, broadcasting and media that have always been kind of my favorites, I would say. So from that point on, I kind of just knew that I wanted to like experience that. And then I think what solidified my experience in coming to Carleton was when I booked my campus tour. So I was with a couple other students and I really didn't know what to expect after this five hour drive to Ottawa. But once actually being on campus and seeing like all our resources and what we like we have to offer was probably one of my biggest reasons as to why I came. Um, and then on top of that, my sister just convinced me that moving away was just a really good experience because you do get to kind of... It's different studying when you are at home compared to when you move away. So definitely moving away was one of my major things that I wanted to do. But yeah, I would say the campus tour was what really kind of drew me into the fact that this is an amazing campus. Not only that, but we have so many things on campus that you're able to do. And that's just one of the, like the main thing that my tour guide was kind of pressing on that we should really get involved so yeah definitely the campus store was my my checking point that i wanted to continue as, as a student at carlton
0: yeah and, and that's and that is like the uniqueness you know sometimes when you think about like when you go shopping for clothes you know let's say you're looking for i don't know different types of brands it could be the gap it could be gucci it could be rockaware <laughs> Yeah. Whatever, you're, whatever you're looking for, you know, when you put it on, when you put on that outfit, you really get a sense of, to know how it actually feels. And that campus tour is equivalent of, of trying on that university. And so we do offer virtual tours now, and we're hoping that you know, students took advantage of that because it will give them a bit of a sense as to what Carleton is truly all about now let's let's talk about expectations. What were you expecting when you kind of first stepped foot on your university as a university student? and did you have like a an angle in mind? Were you one of those students that said, "When I graduate, I'm gonna do this
3: so when I first got to carlton i didn't realize that university was actually as like supportive as it is so basically in my mind i thought it was like every man for themselves and you're kind of just on your own we're just going to throw you in this environment and it's either sink or swim but that's it's like completely opposite to what i've experienced there's so many like supportive resources at carlton that syncing isn't really an option like you have so much support whether that be actual like direct support like from carlton or friends and family yeah i just think that i was expecting it to be like you're really just on your own and this is your own problem whereas it completely wasn't your professors and your tas kind of make the experience a lot better because you are able to connect with them and they help you through a lot the office hours are just essential for i feel like every student So that was my expectation. I didn't realize how much support you actually have. And my end goal was probably to experience, like to get hands-on experience because I feel like in class is completely different than when you're actually in the field. So coming into um, university, I thought that... Getting internships and getting involved with um, anything that had to do with media or communication was probably essential to when I finally graduated and wanted to go out into the field. So experience was definitely up there on my goal and agenda. That's probably definitely one of my one of the top things I wanted to achieve. So
0: now that you're, you know, inch, inching towards your uh, the end of your degree, it, has it become easier to envision what your future kind of outcomes are going to look like and what those kind of goals are going to be once you graduate? And how much do you feel like you've changed since your first year, since being that student who you know fell in love after the campus tour and thought it was going to be a sink or swim scenario? Um, <laughs> what's changed, Tatiana, since then?
3: I think four years of being away from home is definitely what changes you a lot so I'm definitely not the same person who entered university I was shy I was not outgoing naive like I just wanted to be friends with everyone but afterwards you kind of just realize that that's not you don't have to be friends with everyone and then also like I just got I think, a lot more confident in my actual program because at first I had like I wasn't completely sure as to if this was like 100% what I want to go into, I was also contemplating up until probably second year that journalism was a cho- like a choice as well. But definitely, I think you also just contemplate all the time about what you're going to do. Being away from home and kind of going through every experience throughout university definitely changes you regardless of like who you are. But yeah, it's given you every opportunity to kind of go through the motion and figure out who you are and kind of be able to change, I guess.
0: Yeah. And that's honestly, that's one of the best parts of my job is to see students like yourself, you know, when you first enter, you know, my office for an interview and then how you kind of change and become a you know, a better student, a better communicator, and just someone that, you know, was blossoming before our eyes. So I'm super excited to track your uh, your success. And I, I want to thank you for spending some time with us on the podcast.
3: Yeah, thank you for having me. And I'm hoping I get to still be a part of Carlton's community afterward, for sure.
0: 100%. We, we like to keep the good ones, and you're definitely <laughs> a good one. So, uh, <laughs> thank sure. you so much once again. And we'll be back with more of The Talking Raven. I want to thank Vansh, Noam, and Tatiana for being so candid and so open with their, uh, their experiences. You know, Vansh and Noam are at the beginning of this post-secondary journey. For Tatiana, you know, she's right in the thick of it. And so it's really cool to get those different perspectives. Uh, we're going to continue on with the Talking Ribbon podcast. We have another episode in a few weeks where we'll be talking a bit more about networking and how important it is to build and expand your network. So definitely look out for those conversations. And of course, we are always open to feedback. I love those celebrity moments. So if you want to give the Talking Raven a shout out on your social media platforms, you can do that. You want to just kind of DM us on Carlton_Future. underscore future. You can definitely do that on our Instagram accounts. Uh, but most importantly, I hope you're getting a lot of really great information and good feelings, good vibes from uh, this podcast. Okay, this has been another episode of the Talking Raven. My name is Stanley Philippe. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, you have a lot of greatness inside of you. So don't be afraid to unleash your inner awesome. Take care.